0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDIC. Oh, wow.
1: The, the Jets are on hard knocks. Is that right?
0: That's true. And the list of 24, class of 24, uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. 60 semifinalists, DK. A lot.
1: Yeah, but that list—you know how that goes.
0: I know, I know, but dang, I—I I don't know if I've ever not seen the first wave of it. Me seeing sixty semifinalists—that is a lot of people, DK. Yeah, there's Dude. uh the
1: the Jets are on Hard Knocks, and <laughs> this is—is is this the part where I admit that I have never seen a single episode of Hard Knocks? What? Now, really? I—I I mean, look, I don't want to pull rank here on anybody, but like. I'm in there with you guys. I feel like I'm living this stuff every day. The last thing I would do in my free time is put on more of you.
0: We we can't <laughs> even go any further, DK. The bell must be hit so we can go through this. Okay, all right. I'm done with you saying this. The bell is ready if you're ready. You ready to start this yeah. show? Yeah. All right, here there
1: All right. Uh, first, I have a favor to ask of everybody. Do I sound like, is there enough volume into my mic? We're having a hard time gauging that here. If 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 you think that it's here, like, Moan, say something.
0: Yeah, I'm good. What about okay, this? So, Check. Yeah, you, no, you sound great. Oh, thank you, DK. I have this first time I've ever been told <laughs> that. that is awesome. <laughs> I just want to make sure that I'm at the same
1: volume, and we're having a hard time getting that read here. So if you guys can uh, contribute to that conversation in comments here, uh ryan mckinney says sound good mike says it sounds good don't be nice here we're not looking
0: for nice we're looking for quality <laughs>
1: what's this nasally as usual <laughs>
0: he he's not at the uncle table so i guess he gets the word see, he snuck Matt, through. Yeah, see this is what i
1: need here <laughs> mighty mac says or maddie mac says uh dk might be a little quiet but it sounds good how about now how about if i'm like right here see in see. this thing does that work better
0: yeah, I think it's good. Maybe pull the mic out a little bit more, DK. Um, I don't know, man. I think you sound good in my ears. Moan is better, but bring the jazz bass. over if this is looking for a good time. It's not Friday yet, man. What does that mean?
1: Sounds flat. I'm not singing.
0: You DK, maybe you have a like a, a, a pre adolescence voice. I don't know. Puberty, I thought, hit you by this time. I, maybe that's what it is, DK. Okay,
1: so Maddie Mac says when you eat the mic, it sounds normal. So you know what? I can do that. I'm just going to eat the mic here like Friday Night Jazz.
0: They want your lips on the mic, DK. The New
1: York, the New York Jets today were named to be the team that's going to be doing hard knocks. Yeah. The Pittsburgh Steelers are expected to be named the team that's on hard knocks in exactly 2000 and never.
0: Why, <laughs> why is that, Moan? A part of me kind of want to say we don't suck enough to be a team to get hard knocks. That is a component of it. Uh, Pittsburgh usually doesn't have – I saw somebody mention that the other day. It's like, oh, another Steelers offseason. Yeah, because we don't hardly do anything when it comes to what the offseason is. And I just think it's not enough interesting storylines that Pittsburgh can muster up to make it fascinating enough to do it. Uh, and I think the last part of this, I do think the Rooneys do have a good bit of say-so about saying no. I can say that. Is there any
1: way that the national football league can just go to the Steelers and say, listen, everyone else has done this. You have to do it."
0: Uh, is there a way? Yeah. I just don't think it's going to be, it's not going to be appealing enough to do it. I think when you show a team like the Steelers, you kind of show the way the ground beef is actually made or the hot dog is actually put in this casing. Like Pittsburgh has a, a, probably a more stale way of doing things than any other team. Think about the way we've always kind of kept news for the most part inside. Uh, You don't really fire coaches. You don't really have management in the mix. Can you imagine art on camera for hard knocks? Like, that's not a thing that's actually going to happen or people want to tune into, other than the fact you think you're going to see something outside of the way Pittsburgh Steelers do business, which you're not going to see that.
1: Yeah, I just – I think to an extent, and and you lived this with that era where you know all eyes were on A B, and to a lesser extent, when that wasn't enough, then it was Ben, then yeah. you know it was Lev and everything else here. That it almost felt like the Steelers were on t- hard knocks twenty four seven to an extent, didn't
0: it? It, it did, and that was a bit too much also, DK, when you talk about the news that was getting out. Guys, that's one thing Pittsburgh has the ability to do. Let your personality come out within reason. Uh, and I don't think it has to be orchestrated by a camera crew, DK. It's kind of what I'm saying. Latrobe is probably hard to operate out of when he's talking about the cameras and hotels and stuff like that, even though I know they will find a way to do it. It just honestly makes no sense as to why Pittsburgh would be in the spotlight to do this, the storyline in general. New York Jets have the way better storyline of anything. Heck, I'd even almost go to Houston. I'd even go to Carolina with the stuff they have going on. Heck, Carolina has a situation where their owner is building a facility in Rock Hill, South Carolina, and abruptly stopped it. Pittsburgh has zero news items like that, DK. This is
1: true. Oh. There's, no, there, there's nothing <laughs> happening here. It ain't. That, that That's really like, you know, any big dramatic thing whereas in the i can't even call them the new york jets because i know for a fact they're in new jersey they (laughs) practice in new jersey they play all their games in new jersey they don't even they don't even make their way accidentally
0: across the river that's that's very true and most of their players stay in new jersey too yeah they never see new york and this is the thing, though, too. If you look back at the history of this, this the uh, the teams that's been on there, DK, it's really been real kind of suspect. The first ones I think that popped it off was the uh, Baltimore Ravens. I remember that one. Uh, well, the Ravens on there two times? I'm looking through the crowd right now. No. That team, I think they had Goose on it. Uh, it had Shannon Sharp. All of those personalities. Ray Lewis. Ray Ray was on there. Oh, yeah. 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 Reed,
1: yeah, there's yeah, there's
0: since that jump right there, and a few other teams that were sprinkled in, too. I think the 09 Bengals was a good Oh, the 2010 Jets was a really good one, too. The the entertainment factor of what hard knocks has kind of turned into, I think honestly, probably died with with wasn't it the Patriots that kind of got on? Or who was it recently that got on? It was just like, yeah, this isn't fun anymore. After seeing JJ Watt kind of catch balls at nighttime off the juggling scenes when he really doesn't catch passes like that, it kind of died a little bit, DK.
1: I think you're gonna end up seeing this particular uh, rendition of Hard Knocks be just Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson. What? Uh, honestly. And, and Aaron Rodgers loves it. He loves every camera he's ever seen in his life. He knows he's either at the end or really, really near the end, and he has a chance to build his brand that much more.
0: The, the fact, there's two things I think they missed the mark on. Well, I'll say it's two points I have about Hard Knocks. I just, it's really going to bother me a little bit. One, I don't know how much the Jets are going to give us. Sauce Gardner is going to be a storyline. Yes. The quarterbacks will be a storyline too, but how much can Zach Wilson say? How much hate can he show towards Aaron Rodgers? Probably none at all because Aaron Rodgers might get him cut. The other thing is this too. Ain't no way in heck will we see Aaron Rodgers be shown in a bad light. No, no chance. No chance. I don't know if I want to see him be, oh, happy-go-lucky guy either. Like, I do want the truthful side – But how much can we actually get if he has control?
1: It's hard to tell with Aaron because you've seen his appearances when he's been on with Pat McAfee and so forth that he'll he'll do something that's really over the top. But again, it feels all of it like he's trying to draw attention to himself in some form.
0: Yeah, and, and that's my thing. If we're not seeing Zach Wilson go on dates with somebody's mom, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if we're not seeing that type of content, or Quinn and Williams, like, knock tables over because they hadn't done right. this deal, then what the heck are we doing? Like, Makai Beckton should be a part of it. Um, They should have the ability to kind of, you know, drum up some stuff, but the control of content is the one thing that I worry about. And between... Uh, as I said a second ago, between Oakland situation, falling apart with AB, right? That oh, was kind of bad. After Houston, I don't think we had really much more that could be done from it. I think we saw Aaron Donald fight in camp when they had joint practices. I think the Raiders against the Raiders at one time. It was, yeah. But that's about it, man. I love this. Me personally, I will say this. When I was playing, there was a portion I think we were that close to doing, like being on it. Well, the conversation was drummed up a little bit, DK. Uh, And as a player, as a player. Go ahead. I don't really know if I want to be a part of that. Why? <laughs> Rosie spoke on that. What did he say? Like it, when, when, when I interviewed him. Oh, he was you just mean like, here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you remember when the Falcons were on and Roosevelt mm-hmm. Knicks was the first one to get cut. When I interviewed him, he was just like, yeah, it was a part of my journey. But it was also part of, like, my embarrassment was everybody else's entertainment. And that side of it, which is why I think me, like, having the ability, I think Kev offered it up. Well, Kev offered up as far as me being a scout. I don't know if I wanted to be a part of those conversations, DK, to hear how they actually feel about players and their position who's giving their all to be a part of the team. Like, Mm -hmm. if they were to give us that on HBO, hey, this guy bleeping sucks. We need to cut him. I know he started 12-game for us last year. If we were able to get some of that, cool. But me personally being on a team with that, I'd be like, I'd be like bees hunting you down, DK. I don't know if I want all that information out there.
1: <laughs> we have memberships going out to various people yeah. uh, from various givers. You also can get your own. Go to DKPS.net slash join we'll have that up on the screen here in the second segment so you can see what i'm saying but it's dkps.net slash join and when we come back we'll be dealing with the only segment that matters that's hey Oh yeah, push it in. We're still trying to get this microphone thing right. How,
0: hey, how do I sound now? You sound like you got some bass in your voice now. I got some bass in my voice now. Yeah, you got a little boom with you now, DK. A by the boom? way, yeah. By the way, man, dude, we went through twelve minutes of the show and didn't say the one thing that needed to be said. Oh, this is
1: true, and you've been called out on it repeatedly in comments here.
0: It's hump day. <laughs> We're officially started now, DK. That's we a, really have.
1: Uh, yeah. anybody who has a hey moan for us, send it in this direction. We've got a lot of commentary and not a lot of hey moan. <laughs> uh, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of, uh, feelings on, uh, on, uh, did you get it?
0: Always got it. Yeah, DJ.
1: We're just not, nah, it's just, a, this, the sound just isn't great here. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out between now and tomorrow. We don't need to take people's time out on, on this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's see. Let's see. We got Sam Babcock here as a new member. He comes in and he's a good opportunity to remind everybody (laughs) once more that it's DKPS.net slash join and coming in from the Norseman says, Hey, Moan. Yeah. everyone talks about how we didn't have hots last season. Nobody talks about how we went seven and nine without hots might actually be a hell of a season with Matt Canada. If it all comes together.
0: that's one thing for sure that needs to happen. Uh, And this is also the other thing, too. Um, The tendencies of having hots, too, and I don't know what the blitz rate was against the Steelers' offense uh, just to have those numbers in front of you, but you have hots whenever you are a a strong passing team and you, you have to get rid of the ball fast because they're blitzing you and trying to get to the quarterback. Saying we didn't have hots could be contingent on a few things when you talk about it. The ability to have guys in the slot that you can just get the ball out quick, that's mm-hmm. one thing we spoke about in Matt Canada's offense. We kind of want to see a way. Don't throw it to the flats real fast, right? The hots is something that isn't built into an offense. And truthfully, I don't know how comfortable Kenny was – with actually knowing, hey, I got a hot right here in the NFL system. I know he's done those things at pits, but hots is a component of being blitzed, understand where the hots are and have been in a formation that you, you know you know you can get the ball out. What if they were getting blitzed more in the run than they actually were getting blitzed more in the pass game? We got a whole lot of hot routes because why, DK? We were five up in a passing formation more times than not. Why? Because we had a quarterback that loved to sling the ball around. So, you needed to get to Ben quick. So, because of that, Ben had the ability, hey, check right here. You got to think you had a rookie quarterback last year, too, when we're talking about Hots.
1: Mr. Soul Food says, hey, Moan, who was the best Madden player on the team?
0: Oh, ooh. And I don't think he means who was the best player on Madden. No. He means who was the best Madden player. Hey, man, Sean Spence. Ain't even close. There's a name. Ain't even close, DK. You hear me out? Rob Golden would tell you he was that dude. Sean Spence was a magician. You hear me? He's good at it. Golly.
1: Uh, Dan Klimko wants to know. uh, He's asking me, can we get a tent on the field at La Trobe for (laughs) members here? Uh, I don't believe the Steelers would be in favor of that sort of activity here. But you know what? You come out, you see any of us. Wave.
0: Say hello. I'll be yeah. out there more often than not. Uh, the Yankees just sold a patch on their jerseys. I mean, DK, that could be something they could do for training camp. Sell tents on the side of the field. I what do you think that. about that? Every,
1: everybody's getting all sanctimonious up there. Oh, no. The Yankees uh, it their precious pinstripes. Like, shut up.
0: Is it because they don't want anything Just another on their team. Oh, you sound just, so good right there. Right here?
1: Yeah. Yeah, a little bass, but you you came through. She, she, hot. she keeps messing with it here while oh. we're live here. Please stop, please that's stop. good. It, that's uh,
0: good. Okay. Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah. So, uh, how does it sound now?
0: Oh man, you sound like Barry White. <laughs> 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 look at dolly laughing <laughs> i see uh <yeah.
1: laughs> <laughs> jim fairfield says hey moan who was your strongest teammate strongest this is easy so somebody other than the
0: two guys oh, 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 okay. oh that, well you know the easiest one to say is uh james harrison yeah uh another strongest guy steve mcclendon oh ox. okay ox you hear me ox ziggy hood was strongest ever too uh who else pressed the threshold when it came down for and I'm going to say this respectfully because he'll let you know he's strong as heck. Uh, Marquise, very strong. He may have been a smaller guy, but his muscle density, strong. Muscle density? Yeah, Marquise, like, had a, a – like, I have long muscles. You know what I'm saying? Like, my digits are long. Marquise could bench and squat out of this world for his size. That's why he was able to get away with playing at his weight. He, I, I think genetically, has a strong muscle density, man, to what he does. Willie Colon is in that too.
1: Yeah, I, 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 you know, there's a lot of different guys you can be looking at in a situation like that. Uh, but it, is it
0: fair to say that the defensive guys are stronger? Ducks for uh, They got to be. Well, this is the point too, though, DK. They're strong and they're quick twitch. But I think this though too. Their stamina isn't as high, I feel like, sometimes as offensive players. That'd be a great debate between O-line or offensive players versus defensive players. Because yep. I'm I'm pretty sure T, TJ is very strong too. Uh yes. Yes. yes, very strong too. But the the it's it, offensive and defensive players are just way different. They so, just
1: are. So she's still fidgeting with everything here while we're live. It's all good. So it's all so good. So hand over fist says. Uh, lower your mic and tip it up like Moans.
0: Yeah. So Speak here, into I'll, the middle part I'll do of that. it, too.
1: Speak into the middle part of it. Yeah, How's there that? you go. Yes, yeah?
0: absolutely. Yeah. I like it. All right, I got right. this one right here. I've seen it come up a few times, man. Uh, From my guy, I'll be quirky. Like that one. He goes, hey, Moan, plan on watching quarterback on Netflix? Selfishly, no. It's just a quarterback world, and I'm not sure how much they can tell us. I heard it's going to be good. <laughs> I heard it's going to be really good, actually. They got, like, a bunch of high upper tier, middle tier, and, like, lower tier guys. From my understanding, a guy, Marcus Mariota, supposed to actually, first time has ever let people behind the scenes with him. But you also got to think, too, he had a bad breakup in Atlanta and really, I guess, trying to show people his other side of of who he is as a person besides the player. I think it's going to be fascinating. I'm telling you, no, I'm not going to watch it, but I may end up tuning in, too. (laughs) how did you not see this and start laughing right i away? know i was about to crack i was trying Manonga to be a managa
1: hala mike comes in with willie feet were strong i hear
0: yes willie see oh, was strong boy. in the wrong way nobody
1: ever forgets an episode no. ar- around here uh, mr Shear says hey moan can you describe what ingredients would maximize your sub or wraps crave a Oh, How, I got so far I that. got
0: one ingredient that almost must be a must I don't care what kind of sandwich you have maybe not Italian bacon that's the one thing but I feel like DK has something Mr. Shear that you want to tell us about those subs and reps and He's just rolling along like it's not a thing. It's it's funny. I got halfway
1: through his thing without seeing what he was up to (laughs) here. At the Get-Go Cafe and Market, quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they and Mr. Shear refer to as crave-ability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. And by the way, one of their offerings on their subs – is bacon mm. and and again, like with everything else with the get-go subs, I don't care if this sounds like I'm hawking them or what, they're actually really, <laughs> really good. Everything's made right in front of you. This isn't like going yeah. to some middle of the night convenience store or whatever, and the thing's been sitting there on a rack like this. Yeah. Uh, they're making it, there's someone back there making it and you can watch it you don't have to wonder what's going into the sausage
0: Yeah, you gotta Uh, just go to the big big chain sub place man absolutely go to get go brian jonker
1: who's always bringing us back to football says hey moan for run blocking which blocking scheme scheme were you best at
0: uh gap scheme Moving what's, people vertical.
1: What's that mean for someone
0: who just landed on the planet? Oh, gap scheme. Uh, to where I block forward, Dave pulls around. Or I pull around. It's usually between the tackles or a kick out at the end of a counters. It's either pulling around inside the gap with the running back hitting between the two to four hole or the two to six hole. Or it's pulling flat down the line of scrimmage and kicking out to the nine hole. It's more in the box. Now, you know what, what really- made you? what made you good at that? Uh, My size and my strength. Size and my strength. Those were the two things that were, and that's what you saw us mostly do in Pittsburgh. We weren't an outside zone team or a full zone team. We were a tight zone team more than anything. Again, moving from A gap to A gap or B gap to B gap. Some teams like, let's say uh, the New York Giants or Tampa Bay, they run outside zone plays or the most famous one that I can think of. We spoke about them yesterday, two guys, Arian Foster, ran full outside zone plays where you can cut it back backside while misleading the defense on one way or watching Chris Johnson run inside zone and then cutting all the way back. That's what outside zone is. We were body movers, forklift type of linemen in Pittsburgh. Forklift? Yeah, forklifts. Moving people vertical so that we can gain the line of scrimmage. As long as we're
1: on the technical stuff here, Shane Crest says Moan and Al were the best at double teaming three techs. Take me through that one as well.
0: You know what? I'm glad you bring that up, Shane Crest. This is cool. Because this is this is something too that comes up all the time. Well, Moan is immobile, he can't move like oh Dave's the only pull. This is puller. why this is coming up. This is this why is- this is coming up. And I'm glad Shane, you bring that up. Al and I built a trust and size with one another that we understood. We got to move this guy. We used to go through it slowly in practice one to me out one to him, hit the hip, move them over. And we took pride in moving body so that Dave or the pullers and the running back could come around. Dave and Gil weren't, th- they could do it, but it wasn't their forte. So, just because one pulls more to the other than the other doesn't mean that one is any fisher than the other. I actually had to tell Coach Randy and Todd Haley about this. Like, hey, I can bleep and pull. Y'all better call those plays, okay? But he was just like, Mo, don't take this personal. Y'all are better blocking front side than you are pulling. Dave pulls better. They can't block the way y'all can on the, uh, on the left side. So that's the way it worked the way it did. I'm glad you noticed that because everybody has a role. Don't ever get too prideful to think that your job is minimized because another guy gets more praise. Dave will tell you, dog, I can't block the way you do on that side. And that's just how the game goes. That's one of those cohesion things.
1: PGH 412 shows us what it means to be coming at us from the uncle table with this slice of wisdom. Longtime Steelers fan, but damn, Marcus Pouncey was so overrated in my eyes. What? Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again tomorrow.
0: DK has got to be a Browns fan. Overrated in what capacity? You mean to tell me you have a center that can snap the ball, know the offense, and pass off games oh, all at he's the same coming, time. He's
1: coming at everybody now. Look, we have a full fledged troll uh, here. Look at this. That's that's when you expose them right there.
0: There, there it is. That's tough right yeah, there, bro. And you know what, DK? A lot
1: of points out here, trying to troll. Bye bye. He's got his he's got, got his fifteen
0: minutes, man. Browns that was cool. Fan. That was cool right that's there. That's how that goes. I was because if you know anything, last thing I was on was skates. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that this is, that's a good call. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, oh, that was uh, good. That was good. Uh, but you troll. know
1: what, though? That's when your show makes it. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I found in at our company here at DK Pittsburgh Sports, when we were formed in 2014, everybody was like oh that's so cool you just started your own company that's amazing and all the rest of the media in town local media were like whoa that's amazing and i'm on the dve morning show and these guys are like wow have you lost your mind are you crazy guess what a year goes by Mm -hmm. our numbers are like through the roof and all of a sudden we weren't so cute and cuddly anymore yeah yeah. It you know, now all of a sudden they started shooting for us. And then yeah. and then we became like outright evil.
0: Yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> that's that's part of it, my brother. Hey, what do they say? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping, DK. We're good out here, baby.
1: That is that is exactly what
0: this is here. I, I got have a- one since we're talking about uh, uh uh just hate well not hate, but just violence. Okay. Go ahead. This go one ahead. you ready for this one? It's from my guy Ryan McKinney. It's pretty good right here. He goes, hey, Mom, we know that there are scuffles between players at camp, but do coaches ever get into it? Peasy comes to mind because it's got to be hard to shut it off. Only time that ever happens with the coaches if if there's, like, a disadvantage of you calling something you're not supposed to call. Like ben what do, what would, do you mean? Like, when we have, like, run period, 9-on-7, the, the most brutal period that we have in training camp, right, where it's full tackling to the ground, you know it's all runs, Okay. It's all runs. But Ben would be like, hey, let's do a little play action right here, okay? No, he didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the, and How did you guys not break up in the huddle? <laughs>
0: because we were tired of getting our face knocked off by the defense. They know it's straight runs, DK. They're crashing the A-gap or they're slanting to the outside if the ball bounces out. It, like You can win a big run in 9-on-7, but DK, it's all runs yeah there is nobody to sell anything on okay
1: so proceed so what so happens?
0: ben would be like or either todd would call it a randy hey i'm tired of these guys let's tired go, ahead and it. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so he'd be like run twenty or some would play action on it okay We'd run it as if the run linebackers downhill safeties up or the linebackers up D line selling out on a run. And you find a wide receiver down the sideline or down the middle running for a touchdown. And they just be living it. DK. You're not supposed to be throwing the ball. And like the coaches would get just a little heated because that's going off script. That's basically a wasted rep to them. But we look at it at the other side and be like, dog. Y'all are teeing off on us right now. This is the most obvious drill ever. So that's the only time it ever happened. Nobody really got into it because immediately after practice, you know what, DK? They go right upstairs and they meet together. There's no violence.
1: Yeah, the head coach won't stand for anything else. That's for sure. We've seen that in action. Sebastian Sanchez says... When do you think the Steelers will be playing in Mexico, uh, Sebastian? My guess, and yeah. based on the information that I've picked up from the Steelers, is that you're going to see that in 2024. You're going to see it next year. Now, I, I don't that. have that you know, set in stone yeah. or anything. But there are two things at work here. One is that the Steelers have made known that they're next yeah. when it comes to Mexico. Okay, The Steelers want that. Art Rooney II wants that. I'm not giving you inside info here. He's been public on this, okay? The inside info part of it is that the NFL wants to wait for the repairs to the playing surface at Azteca Stadium in Mexico City. Okay, that was the thing that's the hold up there. Uh, Moan, you've been down there. You can yeah. speak to the passion. Nobody has to wonder whether or not Mexico wants the Steelers, right?
0: Honestly, the lead-up to this will be one of the biggest, I think, presentations the NFL is going to give you. Internationally ever. There's If they can fit 150,000 people in that stadium, they will. Like, that's where I'm at on that one. Like, it, this lead-up will be big for Steelers Nation. Who do you pair them up against, though, DK? We know care. we're going to have a draw. Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a dud. I'll give it to him. I'll go Cowboys Steelers over there. That'll be a great draw and ticket. DK. You know, the
1: funny thing is, is that stuff embarrasses the Cowboys. The, <laughs> the Cowboys are so close to the border, and when the Steelers yeah. play the Cowboys, Mexican fans come up from Mexico and pack AT and T Stadium, which yeah. does hold hundred thousand. And you're yeah. like the cowboys are in their own building going, what the heck just happened here?
0: Yeah, man. Nah, we we rule the roast when it comes down to that, DK. I will Mike Anderson
1: say says, Hey Moan, thanks for all the great entertainment. What day is the best day to go to training camp? We seem to be getting this one every day, huh? People to see looking, a physical day.
0: People are looking for football the old school way, DK. Um Tuesday. Tuesday. Is that August 1st, if I'm not mistaken? August first or second on my calendar. Uh, that, that's any the day Tuesday, you want to go
1: any Tuesday. Yeah. They're off Mondays and they come back. This is what you're talking about, Mike. Yeah. And the coach wants to get you guys moving
0: yeah. and bumping. Yep. Uh, I would say definitely the first through the fourth, probably is going to be the best day uh, or go line day on Sunday. That's going to be big too.
1: Dollar bill who earlier in the episode got away with calling my voice nasally. And then, <laughs> and then in a later comment that I didn't have time to put up, Suggested that it was the result of a deviated Ugh. septum. Actually, that's really impressive because that is, I, I had this busted in hockey. So yeah, yeah, he's dollar bill is like really, he's he's really on. Right? Oh, he man. says he's got a hey, Moan. He wants to know, Moan, your opinion on these LSU air conditioned helmets?
0: Man, that's fascinating. I saw that. I just want to want. I wonder how the mechanics of it is going to actually work. How much weight is it actually adding? You remember our group was talking about the the uh, foam pits that they have on their head right now it's kind of heavy guys know this little small stuff every little thing every little thing i think it's unique i just don't know how long it's gonna last though because getting the batteries to work uh malfunctions also and it's football Uh, unless they have two sets of helmet one for practice and one for the game i don't really think it's gonna make that much of a deal anyway i mean lsu if you're committing there you commit into georgia florida Florida State. The humidity is a part of it. Heck, Latrobe, DK, the humidity there, that's a part of it too. Leroy comes in and points out
1: that there's a difference between teams that advertise themselves as America's team and the team that's always just put its head down and gone to work. You know why that is, Leroy? Why is that? Because Dallas is America's team. You know who the Steelers are? Pittsburgh team. Pittsburgh's team. Yeah. Don't ever forget that. Don't yeah. ever, ever forget that. You know who comes in with some of the best questions all the time is our man, Dr. Shadow, who says, Hey, Moan, did any of your friends ever get cut? I guess that's uh, there's an obvious answer that Ooh. if you become friends with your teammates. But I'm talking friends, and how did it affect you when it happens?
0: Uh, guy, I, I befriended a lot of guys. There was a few that was real close to me uh, in how they got cut. Two guys, Tony Hills. Remember him? yeah. Tony Hills had made it till I think like two o'clock on cut day and he, him and his fiance later wife came over to our town home. We was around the same area. Tony get a call, have to walk downstairs. Hey babe, let's, let's roll to the crib. That was a call that he got cut with. I was just like, like, so the circumstance of that happened was kind of bad. Willie getting let go was kind of hurtful to me. And one of the craziest situations ever was when Guy Wimper, you remember when he was with us? I do. We got really close. Guy was a new guy. I always try to take guys in in the sense of like, man, we're going to make this as comfortable as possible for you. If you can help us, Coach likes you. Man, it was cut weekend. My family and his family go to Niagara Falls. We drive up DK as a family because he has small kids too. We're at the falls. He gets a phone call at about 2.50. Hey, babe, we got to go. Him, wife, kids, they leave. Guy got cut while we were in Niagara Falls. That was one of the ones like, like, dang, this is a freaking brutal business, man. What do you say? What do you say? I couldn't say anything. I, I had nothing, DK. Like, I was just like, that's, like, you say what you want to about the league. Like, it is a brutal, brutal thing, man. Uh, and I thought Guy was a lock. I think those were the two that I looked back and I was like, how did y'all get cut? Like, I thought they were locks. They were veteran dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought, although I thought, if, if I recall correctly, Guy had a couple of injury issues. Um, I was just going off the top of my head here. I could be mistaken on that. Bob says, hey, Moen, did you ever give a player a nickname?
0: Uh, probably did. And I probably can't say too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we all gave Chris Hubbard mother Hubbard. That was one of the ones we, that was that was up in the air. Uh, nickname, um, uh, Mattamus. That's what I used to call, uh, Matt Filer because he looked like he was from Game of Thrones. So Sir Mattamus Filer, like that's, that's what we used to call him. Nothing crazy though, man. Everybody is either last name or short first name.
1: Nah, there's not too many really good ones like Dirty Red.
0: Dirty Red. Yeah. Coach T gave that to him, I feel like. Did he really? I'm pretty sure he gave him Dirty Red or Danny Smith did. One or the other did. Yeah. Dirty Red. Wow. That's very good. The
1: last time I've seen somebody give someone a nickname, it was this one.
0: The Big Rage. <laughs> From a certain Ron Slay. You're Ron Slay. You need to be doing this radio show right now. <laughs> came in here and,
1: and stuck you with
0: Big Rage. The now, Big one Ra- thing
1: that you can't do ever, rule number yeah. one, is give yourself a nickname. You Not Okay? And the worst example wasn't Mr. Big Chest. The worst yeah. example to me by far was Le'Veon Bell calling himself juice. Hey everybody call me juice. Okay, first of all, juice. No, okay, you wanna be really wanna be attached to someone who's a double homicide guy? <laughs> oh, Is that what you wanna do? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's tough, DK. Yeah, you can't give yourself your own nickname, not even as a it. mantra as your rap artist's name. Uh, that's pretty tough right what there. What does
1: this even mean? Carrie, is it true that half the players don't like Renegade playing? What do you mean is it true? You make it sound like someone spoke that at some point.
0: I've never heard a player ever yeah. actually say that. I've heard even more opponents say they love when Renegade's been played, DK. <laughs> Like, that's a real thing.
1: Wouldn't you, though? Seriously, if you're the other other team and you see that scene and you're thinking, hey, they fear us.
0: Yeah. Racing for us. Dude, like, that is by far one of the best things you could ever have, man, is that. Yeah, that that one
1: is, I I have no idea what it is that that means here. Uh,
0: Jake says, do you expect him to drop rap albums under his government name? (laughs) Save you some money. I know that much. Speaking of that, I heard he, I, he just talked about him getting a, a bad product from some some rappers that had paid him. I honestly felt bad for him in that situation, although he probably tell us, don't feel bad for me. He paid some music artists for some verses on his album and he was like, they were just so bad he couldn't even put them out. I was just like, dude, you're an athlete in an entertainment world full of bunch of shisty dudes. They're gonna jip you over if they don't respect you as an artist because they feel like you're just an athlete coming into our business. You know what I'm saying, DK? Mm-hmm. It's like me walking into your buildings, like, hey, let me write a paper. you would be like, you better go sing your ABCs or something. Like, you're not writing a paper on my platform, although I did write a paper on you.
1: <laughs> David Volpe, hey, Boone. How's the focus of this year's group with the new meat pushing starters? We know Tomlin's direction. How are the guys responding to individual adversity as compared to the whole next guy up mentality?
0: Great question, David. I like this one because we've been speaking about it cautiously, right, DK? Mm-hmm. And we hadn't talked about like how the guys should feel, how personally they should feel about this. Because there's a few positions that got heat seekers on their back, right? In the offensive line wide receiver position, trying to figure out what's happening. Uh, D-line also. I mean, let's think about that. Keanu Ben is potentially going to play. There's a veteran in the room that's got to look over his shoulders. Uh, what they should be feeling is this. Um, legitimately, they should be a group that focus on themselves. Is there pressure in knowing that somebody's drafted to take your position? Yes. Is there pressure in knowing that if you mess up, you might lose your position? Yes. And guess what? On the retirement side, I can say this because I don't have to live in that anxiety, but as a coach that has a business to run, that's kind of how you want it. DK, it's a filthy game on cuts and starting and who's going to play where, right? Mm -hmm. That's why the coaches get paid and the GMs have to bring in guys to figure out who's going to be the best fit for your team. It should be a lot of anxiety, but those who conquer it, rise to the top.
1: We got a couple more. We got the Uh, A little bit of time for today, and that first one comes from Rob Lightfoot, who says, uh, hey, Moan. I wonder, Big Ben said that he was pulling, obviously said publicly that he initially was pulling against Kenny Pickett. Was Ben pulling for Mason Rudolph? I know, I know. I'm pulling for Mason to be Big Ben, too. Wasn't that what we thought Pittsburgh was
0: doing when they drafted Rudolph? Cards change, Rob. That's all I can tell you. Um, if you don't flash, especially quarterback in those first two years, right, DK? Mm-hmm. You're pretty much on the out. Zach Wilson is out, okay? Trey uh, what's his name And um, and, and with the 49ers? He's probably out. Brock Purdy's the new – Trey Lance. Brock Purdy's the new cup of tea in town. I don't think it meant that Ben was pulling for Mason. I guess that when you draft the first rounder the year after you leave, you probably don't want him to up show you and forget you. Like, that was a human response that Ben gave people. And people took it the wrong way. When I wasn't starting, I wanted us to win, but I ain't really want my replacement to outshine me because there's a such thing and we've all used it in sports. Don't get Wally pipped or don't forget about me. Like there is an ego stroke leaving a legacy behind. d Pets gets our last question for the day. Says, hey Moan, what offensive line position can make or
1: break the overall effectiveness of this year's offense? Is it pass? Or run is there uh, one position where you say you know this this could be
0: the pivotal one even though he had a good season i'm still i'm gonna go mason cole for this reason if he's getting pushed back and the apex of that that interior is getting pushed back this year for whatever reason maybe they watch more film it messes up the floor of the offense we've been wanting more under center play action plays right from the Steelers moving forward you can't get that if Mason Cole has been pushed back. The center to me, and I think it's why uh, the Steelers have always kind of held this position above amongst all other positions, it is the most important. A lot is asked out of the guy snapping the ball from a mental, from a physical, from a leadership stance. Mason Cole can't drop the ball just because he had one good year in Pittsburgh. Okay,
1: that sounds like you almost have something that you want to say there. I, I'm
0: no, you know, it's just I'm it,
1: not I'm not I'm not in a position to dispute an 11 year NFL guard.
0: No, it's just this though going into a new place, and I don't think this is him. But uh-huh. you know how the league is forever changing. That tape that you had last year, there's mm-hmm. some guy in a dark room that broke down every play to figure out your deficiencies.
1: Okay, I got you. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. a shocker to the AFC. I didn't see him year. getting pushed back in 2022. No. There are people exactly. who have a, but there are people I have heard make that observation about him. It's not something that I feel comfortable acknowledging having experienced with my own eyes.
0: Yeah, and he's not getting pushed around. But what do you do against your division opponents? You break them down. You got to look at the the guys that Cincinnati got. Both of their guys will be healthy this year. You got to also think about, hey, Miles Garrett is still rushing off the edge, and he also can move inside, along with some of the big boys they got. Baltimore always got a big one, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Mason Cole can't take steps back this year and i'm not suggesting that he will
1: i see what you're saying though but, but the question that was asked was where what would be the pivoting point yes. that would be it it yeah. would be okay. center. i understand yes. you now
0: completely yes 100 percent makes a lot of and sense i got cory uh corrected himself too about the renegade too since he okay. became a member you see that too i it's, had it it's start right here right here. there go it ahead. is go ahead Uh, Cormac said this. Sorry to clarify. TJ said on Ben's show, they hate when Renegade plays and they don't deliver. Meant there was more as it added pressure. Sort of, I wasn't aware of any of this. Okay, so that's
1: the the context here is kind of critical because they're saying that they hate when it plays and they don't
0: deliver. That doesn't mean they hate when it plays. The offense hates it when they don't deliver, too. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and I get that there's pressure in those moments. But I'd love to know the the percentage of success though. Somebody's got it. I'm sure it's they've got it. It's gotta be high.
1: They've also had games where they've played Renegade two, even three
0: times. Oh man. Those, Those are, are wild. good moments. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good moments. Well, you're not
1: playing it. Here's why, because you're not playing it the second time if it didn't work the first time.
0: My you know man. what I mean? And it's probably because the offense messed up somewhere and you gotta you kind of need the ball back again.
1: All the time we have for today. Appreciate everybody being with us. Absolutely nothing to look forward to after the outro.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. We're, we're good. We're good. This this is what the troll saw when he saw me and Marquise playing football.
1: Let's <laughs> show the skates. <laughs>
0: No, his red feet.
1: <laughs> That's the problem. You had these red slippers on. This is what he saw. So, Gino Atkins is like, this guy's got red slippers on.
0: All I got to do is shove him back a little what bit. What was crazy is he thought that and nobody ever replaced me. I had to retire, DK. That's crazy. That's right.
1: yeah, wow. That That's, nobody ever took your job. That's called exiting on your own terms.
0: Hey, DK, that's that's, that's kind of cool, right? I think that's actually really and cool. In the, the world of one percent, like athletes, that kind of is kind of cool, right there.
1: No, I think this is really cool. And Hanover says, "I don't want any mustache. Why would I?" I'd love a to see you with facial hair. Oh no, no chance. Really? I'm too, oh, yeah, I'm way too nervous. Is it spotty? No, you, way you too, rub it down. I have no idea. I'm just way too nervous. i I'd be, ah. I'd be ripping it off.
0: Oh, man. What's, I got too uh, much to do. No, you should just get it and make like curls out of it at the end. Like that would be your nervous twitch right there. Making it into like a design. What do you
1: think? Uh, see, we're still talking about the sound here. Sounds like he's sitting across. Moan sounds like he's sitting across the table from you. And you, DK, <laughs> sound like you are over at the uncle's table. <laughs> so we're going to figure this out Yeah, here after this show is done. Yeah. Uh, showing live, we're gonna
0: get this down, yes. Yeah, dicky B, Monopoly Man mustache is what you need, yes. <laughs> <One of these. laughs> oh, you thought they hated you before, they really hate you. DK.
1: That's good stuff. All right, guys, let's do it again tomorrow. Peace. All right, bye bye.
0: See.